and welcome to the first ever episode of the Foo for Thought podcast. Um, I am your host, uh, Sean, and just to give you a little uh, kind of information on what the podcast is about, Foo for Thought is obviously a play on food for thought, and that means, you know, to give someone, uh, uh, to, to have someone ponder something or consider something. Well, I am somewhat of a Kung Fu collector. I've been collecting since the age of uh, about 15, and I'm now in my, let's say, late 30s. And I am with two people who have varying degrees of interest in Kung Fu cinema. And the aim of this podcast is we watch a film, to, well, not together, we watch a film maybe separately or together, and then we discuss it, and obviously we're going to have different opinions because I'm going to be in love with every film we watch because that's just who I am and one co-host is new to the genre another one is kind of in between and then we'll uh, we'll come up with some ideas so the uh, the first film that we are doing and it's only right that we do this film is the classic film Enter the Dragon uh, I thought that would be a good place for us to kick off and um, we are going to be discussing that in the next few minutes my first co-host is Devon, and Devon is considered a, be a, a novice, a beginner. A I don't novice. know. Yeah, don't know anything. You are dipping your toe yes. into the kung fu cinema yeah. genre. Well, um, like yeah, like I like. It's not that I don't. It's not that I dislike kung fu. I like kung fu just fine. More so the newer stuff, where like you know, people get like broken in half and chopped to pieces with machetes and and like the raid and stuff like that. Right, right. So you're. Yeah, those you are fun. You haven't really watched much <clears throat> old school stuff? I've watched none. None. So this is your first <laughs> This was my first time. All right, great. Because, like, the bits that I've seen, it's like, you know, I always thought that the dubbing was obnoxious. I thought the exaggerated sound effects were obnoxious. So I steered clear of all that You've stuff. You've already uh, alienated a lot I know! Of people, so. <laughs> not my intention. Not my intention. <laughs> I am new. I am a beginner. Please. I am. It is not my intention to offend anyone. Okay, and the second co-host is Cyrus. Uh, Cyrus, where would you say you stand on Kung Fu Cinema? <clears throat> oh, uh, hello everyone. Uh, I apologize in advance. I'm not as well spoken as these two <laughs> individuals, so bear with me. Um, I like martial arts in general, and when I was growing up, I watched Jackie Chan movies, but. It wasn't really... I didn't fantasize about them quite as much. I mean, I I love The Matrix. I love martial arts, watching them on TV, real martial arts, mm. UFC. Um, I'd say I'm average to above average as far as knowledge. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, willing to learn more. There you go. Um, I would say I'm, I'm obviously the most knowledgeable one. I know kind of old school stuff whereas these two might not know the older kind of Shaw Brothers and early Golden Harvest stuff um, but yeah let's let's jump right into the film so obviously we started with 1973's I think yeah. Enter the Dragon mm -hmm. um, a Bruce Lee classic some people say his greatest film others say that's not the case um, so let's just get the opinions first and then we can just kind of jump into the film and, and go through the plot what we like what we didn't what we had questions about etc so let's start off, Devin. Your initial thoughts on the film? Did you like it or did you not? I enjoyed it. I I was surprised. I did not think I would like it, but I thought it was fun. Had a lot of questions about <laughs> a lot of stuff. Uh, but yeah, but I'll say yes, I did enjoy it. Okay, okay, nice. Cyrus, how do you feel? Wait, so you've never seen even bits of it? No. She thought she. Had. I thought I had started it one day and like. I I started some Bruce Lee movie, which one I'm now unclear. But after mm. 20 minutes, I turned it off. But watching this, I didn't recognize anything. Was so there who a knows? Harry Chuck Norris in it? <laughs> she only got through a little bit of it, so okay. she wouldn't have seen Chuck yeah. Norris. But Wait a minute, when did he? When does he pop up? In? He pops up like later in the film. Oh well, then they have no. A fight in Rome. Then in I the have Colosseum. no. I have no clue then what but I tried to watch. But <laughs> I think it must have been Way of the Dragon because it sounds like Enter the Dragon. So hmm. maybe you watched that. I yeah. don't know. Who I knows? Know. Really? Yeah, knows? it could be. But yeah, this is the first one I I no, it was definitely a Bruce Lee film. I know, I'm joking. But yeah, but it was the first. This is the first time I've actually sat through an entire film. Okay, gotcha. Cyrus, your opinions? You've seen it before. I've seen it many times. Okay, actually, uh, I saw it when I was younger, maybe a few years ago, and then recently. I don't know, four or five times. 
Uh, I like it, obviously. What I want to know, since it's kind of the king of all kung fu movies, is how much stuff they created or became, like, what they did first and people copied. Because I don't know how much people copied. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they say that that Bruce Lee was a pioneer and kind of introduced a lot. Well, interestingly, I don't think... I don't think people... Well, I'll explain. I don't think a lot of people borrowed Bruce Lee's style, specifically. Um, he, He has a very distinctive style, obviously. I mean, everyone knows Bruce Lee's yelling and his quick moves. Um... There is a subgenre of the kung fu cinema pantheon um, called Bruce exploitation, mm-hmm. and Bruce exploitations are basically uh, once Bruce Lee passed away, a number of actors wanted to carry the torch, and there's Bruce Lai, uh, there's Bruce Lung, there's Dragon Lee. So a lot of people kind of stole Bruce Lee's identity and made their own films. Very low budget, but they were styled in the Bruce Lee style. Bruce Lai. Bruce, Bruce Lai, yes. <laughs> Unfortunate name. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Um, there are a few others as well. Uh, yeah, there are a number of different ones. But Enter the Dragon, um, I don't know. I, I, I guess it made, it made, it thrust Kung Fu cinema into the, 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 the eye of like Hollywood, yeah. I think. And they carried, or they moved more towards the Kung Fu arena. Uh, Like, for example, I'm not sure how long after Enter the Dragon, um, but Jackie Chan got hired to do uh, The Big Brawl, which is kind of a a, a first dabble into Hollywood. And then The Protector, which was a flat-out American film that uh, Jackie Chan was in. But, I mean, Enter the Dragon, I just think it was considered a classic. And... I don't think anyone could recapture Bruce Lee or capture Bruce Lee. I should say yeah. he just—he's pretty unique. Yeah, yeah, in, uh, yeah. Um, me personally, after I've seen Enter the Dragon countless times, um, I don't like. I've had it on VHS. I've had it on DVD. I don't yet own it on Blu-ray. Um, I loved it. I still love it. I always will love it. But I haven't seen it for a number of years, and watching it this time around, I had a particular gripe. And the gripe is, it takes a while to get going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a slow mover. Um, yeah. I mean, that's f- uh, fine, but the, yeah, the fights aren't thick and fast. But I think I've been kind of tainted because, what, two weeks ago, we watched, me and Devin watched John Wick 3, which is 99% fight scenes. So now watching Enter the Dragon, it's kind of like, oh, okay, it's not... It's not as, you know, furious with fights as I expected. Um, but, uh, no, I still loved it. I still loved it, absolutely. Um, so let's jump into the plot. Um, the or the film Good itself. God. <laughs> Do we yeah. have to? So, yeah. So we all have yeah. issues with what the, the plot. shit got, is happening? Got questions. Well, you mentioned to me yesterday, Cyrus, that uh, you believed that Han was doping up women, then selling them. Was that not said in the movie? It was. Yes. It was. Uh, okay, cool. The yes. same thing, and I argued yes. against both of you that he was not selling them. Apparently he was, but I missed that. So he's running a dope game, yep. and he's and capturing he's women, yeah. Yeah. pumping them full of heroin, and then selling them. My question is, who is he selling them to? Uh, just people who looking to buy ballers, ladies. Ballers, yeah. dude. <laughs> people like to, people looking to buy yeah. ladies. People like to party, people man. To buy ladies. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was interesting. That was something I, I genuinely missed. I thought he was just uh, doping up the ladies to test his heroin. <laughs> just, you know, just a litmus test. Um, but no, he was obviously right. selling. Them. Well, he could Wait, do that with opium, one lady, right? Or is there? It's opium, right? Opium is heroin. There, is it, oh, is it? Oh, well, I guess it's not. But I don't know. It's yeah. the same thing. Same thing. Okay. So that's yeah. Okay. Opium, yeah. So, um, let's jump into the very start of the film. So, the, the film opens with Bruce Lee in tiny, tiny underpants. Yes, tiny. <laughs> fighting none other than Sammo Hung. Uh, you that's know. Who, that's oh, my who I God. That okay, you did know who that that's was. That's who I thought that yes, was, knowing was... you as long as I have. Did you yes. know Cyrus? That no. That I thought that was Sammo yeah. Hung. Yes, it is Sammo Hung. It's a, a svelte-looking... It's, it's a, yeah, a slimmed-down version. Yeah. That's why, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um... So that was, uh, what did you think of the, f- the first fight when it first came on? I mean, you'd seen it before, Cyrus, but Devin, when you first saw that fight, 
What did you think you were in store for? Or were you not a fan initially? No, I was I was distracted by the Speedos and right. all I my first my my first thought was that granted this is the first Bruce Lee film I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I've known of him but mm-hmm. never actually seen any of his work. He's a fucking show off. He's like a very oh, kind yeah. of an arrogant type of fighter, but he looked fucking great. Of course. He was like cut and like chiseled and muscle definition, and it was, I mean, yeah, so. He's like the definition of the cockiest fighter right. on planet Earth. <laughs> right. And I suppose I knew that a bit of his personality, but actually watching his fight. So that's what I, that was my initial thought. Cocky motherfucker, and like, yeah, just ripped. Yeah, it's funny you say that, actually. Obviously, in real life, he was very <clears throat> egotistical, or he mm-hmm. had an ego. Yeah. Um, and. In Enter the Dragon, he was actually at an unhealthy weight. He was obsessed with cutting his weight. So if you watch his earlier films, he's nowhere near as ripped. Uh, in some of them, you know, he's ripped. He's naturally mm-hmm. ripped, but he's nowhere near yeah, as like, skinny. He's actually skinny yeah. in Enter mm-hmm. the Dragon. Muscle definition. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but he was he was obsessed with it, and uh, it was pretty pretty unhealthy. Um, but that opening fight, I still think, is a quality fight, and it's nice to see. It's funny that now in 2019 we're seeing a lot of jujitsu and kind of modern martial arts judo being introduced. And Bruce Lee back in 73 was doing arm bars. That was an MMA fight. Right? Right. There exactly. wasn't, if I remember correctly, there weren't really any strikes. There were a few kicks here and there, but there were a lot of grabbing, a lot of, uh, yeah. It he was, threw him twice. He did throw him twice, yes. And then yes. he's like, ah, I'm going to break this guy's arm now. Yeah, it was, it was really interesting to see how, I mean, fighting has developed, but... They say that Bruce Lee was the first person to kind of bring MMA or elements of MMA into movies mm-hmm. and to, to basically create MMA with his style Jeet Kune Do in real life. Um, but yeah, I think I think it was interesting. And seeing uh, Sammo Hung, uh, who is my favorite Kung Fu actor of all time, uh, I like seeing him. Um, interesting thing. Okay. So I got a question for you. After the fight, a bunch of guys hold their arms up. I sure do. Bruce Lee does a backflip over them. Yes. That's not Bruce Lee. Well, okay. Bruce Lee cannot do... Well, I shouldn't say Bruce Lee cannot do acrobatics, but Bruce Lee never really did acrobatics. Mm -hmm. Um, He actually has a stunt double uh, for that moment, and I think there's a moment where he falls back onto his hands and then does like a... Yeah, it was really good. I think that was a double as well. Why? Was that just like a... Why did he... Why was that there? Oh, it's just... For ceremony. Look how dope he is. Let's let's watch him do a flip. (laughs) Yeah. But I think it's a guy called Yun Wah. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's a guy called Yun Wah who... uh, you might know, I don't think you've seen Kung Fu Hustle, Devin, no. but he's actually a character in Kung Fu Hustle, and he starred in a shitload of martial arts films. Is he the, the dad? He's, he's, the, the, he's the Tai Chi guy. The husband? Yes, the husband. Yeah. The mustache? Yes. Okay, sweet. And he's, you actually see him throughout the film, Enter the Dragon. He pops up as like a stunt double in numerous uh, wow. kind of scenes. Um, so yeah, he I believe he did that backflip, and he may have done the kip-up. I don't know if that's Bruce Lee or not. I'm not sure. Um... So fast forward a little bit, we come across uh, Mr. Braithwaite. Fucking Jesus. In my notes, I just have the sentence, Mr. Braithwaite, eyebrows bonkers. Did anyone see his eyebrows? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was just confused by, what's what's this dude's agenda? Like, what government is he working Uh, for? What organization? Just, just... He's British. Well, I obviously. get that, obviously. Yeah. British guy, but, Braithwaite, but I don't... Yeah, he doesn't really list his credentials. Right. Um, and on top of that, why is he hiring a Shaolin monk like he's a cop? Thank you. Because he's not. Thank you. Well, I guess he wants a good fighter to infiltrate without it being suspicious. But that's like, that's like the CIA going to John Jones and saying, Hey, can you take down this pedophile ring? Right. Well, it's a fighting <laughs> tournament, so you have to have fighting. But then, ability. so I assume I because yeah. because Hans was um, <laughs> so German. Hans? I, it was Han. <laughs> I know that. But okay. <laughs> oh, one of my um, yeah, one of my nicknames for him is Hans. Hans German. <laughs> given Hans. what we've discovered later in the Mr. film Mr. about Hans. him, um, but didn't they say um, either Orange Monk guy or was it Braithwaite who said that Hans used to be a part of? 
that Shaolin. Yeah, used to be the, Shaolin yeah. Monk. Yes. And so that's why I assumed British yeah, yeah. guy came to find a fighter from there be, to hopefully well, beat him. It, but oh, I'm sorry. But no, no, also, no. just I guess we'll get into that later. And just it's interesting because on the in the earlier cuts of Enter the Dragon, when I was a younger gentleman, um, the Shaolin monk, the orange guy in orange, yeah. that whole section was cut and it didn't exist. So the film started with the Sour Hung fight and then immediately Braithwaite. Hmm. So the whole Shaolin Monk thing was out, out of that. So like him talking about Han and how he was an ex-Shaolin Monk and how he kind of disgraced the, the temple and blah, blah, blah. None of that was in the original version. See, that I think I saw the original version. Right, didn't have that. That would have left so... I mean, I still have a ton of questions, wow. but that would have left even more if that yeah. part wasn't in the film. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting how certain bits were were cut out back then um but Braithwaite obviously he hires Bruce Lee uh Bruce Lee waxes philosophical with one of his students it's like a finger pointing away to the moon Don't all that heavenly glory all that heavenly glory yeah. yeah which is which is great because Bruce Lee was a was like that in real yeah. life you know he liked to he liked very to philosophical game. yes exactly um so yeah and I think the guy the, his student I think is Stephen Tung Wai which he became a kung fu star later on. I think he's in a film called 18 Fatal Fists. But that's beside the point. Um, so yeah, Braithwaite hires him <laughs> to go to this tournament. And what does he want him to do? Just win the tournament? Thank you. That <laughs> he wants was him what... to infiltrate. infiltrate. But infil- and kill her? But oh, infil- yeah. okay. I thought, see, here's what I heard. Braithwaite, you know, gets him to, you know, in... Um, what am I trying to say? Infiltrate. Infiltrate this island. And then he mentions, you know, how there's like a radio. And when you get in there, radio us and we'll come. But like, is that, was that his main purpose? Just to get on the island and radio them? To well, be? What was he? I don't understand what his purpose. Why did Bruce Lee? I think, because he didn't. Uh, it's not like he went there to like gather evidence so they could like arrest and prosecute this man. It was nothing. It was just like the worst spy game I've ever seen. With Bruce Lee trying to sneak around this island to get to that radio to call British guy while he's in bed having his tea, well, in his I, silk pajamas. I think he saw the evidence with all with the. Uh... He saw it, but it's but there's no. So was it just you know for the? Why couldn't the British just raid the island? Because they had no proof. They had nothing they could prove. That's what the yeah, guy that's actually Bruce said. Lee in there. So, just to see it and be like, hey, it. you guys are right. This <laughs> this shit is here. Right. Come on yes. in. Exactly raid that. the place then you'll see it too yeah. <laughs> exactly. why couldn't exactly. I still am like why couldn't the British just and then is it really the British is it the British government I don't know that's, that's a big question <laughs> and when did is Bruce Lee learn British how to do freaking beep 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 yeah Morse the Morse code, code. Yeah. I don't know yeah, yeah. That come, that come there's a lot of questions oh I've got, I've got questions oh. about equipment in this film thank you there's, me too that's on my that's on my yes. list of questions phones do not work like phones his spy equipment and yeah some of like some of elements of like James Bond stuff that lady in the golf cart yes, on a phone. I was like, yo, that technology is dope. What? I was like, what year is this, dude? Right? I'm like, is this like, is like a James, a Sean Connery like, James Bond movie out? Are they stealing this? It's from- funny you say that. I actually felt like this film played out more like a Bond movie right. than a Kung Fu movie. Right. Although there was that. like terrible spy oh, going totally on by, oh. by yeah. Bruce Lee. Him and that like rope and he's not very discreet. At all? Oh, yeah, his rope is uh, <laughs> perfectly knotted. Anyway, right. he has okay. a he has a bag with just rope in with it. Just yes, rope in yes. it. Yeah, just wear the rope or carry the rope, <laughs> my man. Um, so let's jump to the kind of move forward. Yeah. in the plot. So he gets hired by Braithwaite. Great, fantastic. He, and then we see him kind of on a boat. Uh, Wait, before that, I'm sorry. Can we talk I about the too. sister? The the him learning yeah him learning Lane. the truth right. about his no that's the that's yeah, the yeah, undercover sorry. Asian girl yeah. him we learning the truth about his sister like from a guy I was unclear who that guy was Cyrus who was that guy so there's orange guy in the beginning who's like the sensei and then there's the old man with the bad teeth who tells who's telling sister. who's telling uh, Bruce Lee about his sister and the truth about how his sister died who's that guy uh, I don't know family friend see I thought it was his dad. But 
I made a note that says Bruce Lee calls him, just calls him old man. Right. He doesn't, <laughs> yeah, he just calls him old man. He doesn't identify. So I'm like, who's this dude? What I thought was and interesting. Then, yeah. And then how did, how did he, how has he, um, how did he think his sister died then? He goes, Braithwaite goes, yo, I need your help. He goes, done. I'm in. And then he's like about to take the boat over there. And this dude's like, hey, they also killed your sister. He's like, I'm definitely in well, now. Did Bruce Lee not know his sister was dead beforehand? Right. He knew or she was dead, know, but, but yeah, he didn't, didn't know, how know she, died. she died by those dudes. He never questioned it. And then I was also <laughs> I like, guess <laughs> he was at his sister's funeral. He was like, "Oh, she must have just died." <laughs> and then I was also like, "You jump from okay, he's gonna he agreed, he's gonna join the tournament, he's on the boat, and then cut to a flashback." And I'm like, "Why couldn't they have just set up these sequence of events before he got on the boat?" Why? Oh no, no, that's a stylistic choice. Okay. Because each character is on the boat, and then they each oh, have their own why. flashback. I okay, think that's fine. definitely a stylistic. Well, choice. yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. But I just thought we had been with Bruce Lee for a good yeah. amount of time. Why not just in- include oh, that information that instead of having a flashback? I tell you what, though, that um, that scene with his uh, with his sister is actually really good. The actress in that scene is an actress called Angela Mao Ying who is basically considered... I don't know if everyone considers her this, but in my eyes, she's the female Bruce Lee. She's great. She has a slew of films, and they're great. We might might visit her at some point. She was great. She's fantastic. Um, I I thought the whole... uh, The glass shard and the camera looking at it from her perspective, I felt this film was really well directed. I thought it had some really nice shots and some really nice moments. Mm. Um... Yeah, I just thought the cinematography was was quality. Um, anyway, that's yeah. that's by the moving by. on. Now we're meeting some other characters and being introduced to them also via flashback. So we have Williams and we have Roper. <sighs> okay. So let's start. Let's start with let's start with Roper. Okay. The degenerate gambler. I'm. Is he like a? Is he some sort of con man or is he just a, a con man? Him. Why is. I guess this is later on when, you know, when him, like his scenes with him and Han. But I was just like, so I understand that he's a gambler. He owes people money. But I guess it's also known that he's a really good fighter, which is. And then how do people know about this tournament? Are they, the the, the tournament organizers approach potential fighters? Stop asking these <laughs> valid <email>. questions. <laughs> or do, does like all of the criminal world know about this tournament and be like, hey, I'm going to fight. And then. What do you win? If you win the tournament, what's the prize? What, why are... Just loads of heroin. Heroin. A lot of opium, yeah. You know, I'm like, why are they... They didn't mention the prize one time. Right. Money. I know, I know, like, Han, he, or Hans, he said that, you know, he's doing it to, I guess, you know, to find, like, bad people to join his organization. So that's his motivation for having the tournament, but why are these people competing well, in it? Let's let's for forgive heavenly it a glory. little bit. Okay. I mean, it is a nineteen seventy three okay. kung fu film. Okay. They're not. It's not Inception. You know what right. I'm saying? They're not going into <laughs> okay. massive um, detail. I'm looking for too much logic, but I, I question a lot of Roper of choices being made. I got a problem with Roper. Oh, I have a lot. He of answers every single question with one bet. <laughs> Someone's like, good morning, what do you want for breakfast? He's like, wanna bet? <laughs> it, just, every, yeah. it makes no sense. It makes no and sense. He, he's always he's, asking wanna bet. Comes off as like a car salesman or like... Yeah, he's... Someone he's, who should work at like Leisure World or... or... Yeah. Um, yeah, he's an interesting character. And he asks his assistant how much does he have left in his bank account. And she says $52. And he says it's all yours. But on the boat, he bets Bruce Lee a hundred dollars. Yeah, five hundred. Five hundred. So what's he got? When? Nothing. What has he got? A secret stash? <laughs> so I don't know. Um, but Roper, yeah, he's interesting. We're going to get into Roper's fighting a little bit later. Yeah. Because uh, John Saxon, I'm going to put yeah. it out there, might not be the best fighter in the world. <laughs> I'm just saying. That was hard to watch a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So let's jump over to Williams. Okay. So I have my initial question with Williams. Is, is it the best cinematic afro of all time? Beautiful. The best? That's, yeah, my before, because when they introduced him, they didn't say what his name was, so I came up with uh, Afro Man. And then when he said when they said his name is Williams, it became Afro Williams. So you just switched it to Afro yes, Williams. Yes, Afro Williams. And because it deserves mentioning, because it's gorgeous. But I just, yeah. his flashback, very confused. So he's Pertinent. just... Pertinent. Pertinent in today's society. Yeah, so I get it. So, you know, he, you know, um, terrible racist cops just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. stopping him. But 
Why did he fight them? Because they were going to beat the shit. They were harassing him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that was okay. So that was that was it. So they, they were just, they were being assholes. So yeah. okay. So he's like, okay, you're not gonna, you're not gonna hurt me. You're not gonna okay cause me injury. And then yeah, they tell him like that, that he's not gonna go to Hong Kong. They're like, you're not going to Hong Kong. Oh yeah. Then they said they so, were gonna like take his money or take it or something like that. They're probably gonna take his ticket. Right. And, and then and then okay. And then he, to me, just makes it worse and just takes their cop car. I understand if he runs away. Yeah. But then he's just adding, he's just making life worse for himself. That was a by shock. not only, pol- yeah, not only uh, beating up police officers who, granted, were being dicks, but then he also took yeah. their police car and drove off. So, and then, so what is, is he just a good fighter in the U.S.? Is he some sort of criminal oh. element? He's just a good fighter. Yeah. Okay, because I was under the impression that like everyone competing in the tournament were some type of criminal, <laughs> were some type of like criminals who no. were really good fighters. No, no. Okay, he wanted to test his merit. Yeah. Okay. And John yeah. Saxon wanted that money. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then Bruce Lee just. Well, he. Yeah. He yeah. Wanted to get after Handman. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Braithwaite was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Signed him up. Okay. Um. Yeah. Williams is interesting. I can't. Um. A lot of people talk about Bruce Lee's uh, noises when he fights. Oh yeah, and uh, not many people mention uh, Jim Kelly's. Did he make a lot of noise? He does very ooh, oh ooh, yeah. lots of ooh oh, when fighting. Yeah. It's it's very interesting. Okay. Yeah, he sounds like a um, like a baboon in mating season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So okay. uh, we fast forward. They're both on the boat. Um, that... They all seem to know each other when they're on that boat. I was confused by that <laughs> well, they... too. I'm like, have they yeah. all been recruited by British British Braithwaite? No. Or because no. they all, or is it just coincidence that they seem to know each other, or do they just oh, not know each oh. other? Do they just instantly become like the all two, like buddies? The two Americans know each other, and they were in yeah, Nam that... together. Yeah, they were in Nam. Yeah, Didn't right. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I so Afro Williams and 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 Roper. I get they were in Nam together, but it seemed like Bruce Lee knew. Roper. No, no. Okay. They're like, who's the new guy? Yeah, or who's this? Guy? Oh, I guess so. No. But yeah, they seem far too chummy for people who just met. I, I think they know each other also to some extent by reputation because there's like other guy, uh, the New Zealand yeah, guy, yeah. who one hundred percent was He's not terrible. from New Zealand. Yeah, what was that I about? I didn't like hey, that. I didn't. Yeah. sounded like this. Yeah, that ah. accent was. He sounded like a forties gangster. <laughs> ah, Bruce Lee, eh? Yeah, I don't know what he was about. And then, of course, Bruce Lee tells him he's got the art of fighting without fighting. Puts right. him on the boat. Great. Got him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Also, that boat was going down. Yeah. I thought he was yeah. gone. I thought he was going to drown. Dead. He was I thought dead. he was going to drown. Yeah, he was definitely drowning. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so we get to Hans Island. Um, not much goes on. Uh, they have that crazy party. Um, Love that me, banquet. <laughs> Those Love. sumo wrestlers were making me uncomfortable. <laughs> I loved that banquet. I loved all the, the, I thought there was lovely showmanship. It was nice and colorful. It was definitely uh, eccentric. I liked it. Yeah, they had some crazy food going around. They had a roast (laughs) suckling pig Mm -hmm. and just an enormous fish. It's great. I don't know what it was, just an enormous fish. And one of the attractions was just a guy doing a handstand. (laughs) People were rolling around, (laughs) circling the sumo wrestlers. Yep, so many birds. As soon as that... Yeah. These guys, these like actors were uh, cheersing. They cheers each other twice in five seconds. I was like, <laughs> no one's ever done that in the history of the world. <laughs> yeah, they, I, there was a lot going on. And yeah. then, so like, okay, so, sorry. When they got to the island, and then there was all those fighters, um, like, the training. Yeah, practicing, yeah. Who are they? Are they like Han's, like, soldiers? Or his? Are they just his... Oh, his, yeah, his henchmen. Those are all his henchmen. But are they also competing? They're not competing in the tournament, right? See, I assumed if they weren't competing, he has 800 henchmen. Right. That's what I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was like, if he has all these dues, why does he have to do this tournament to recruit more people? No, no, no. He's, he's definitely, he's, he's definitely, they are definitely competing in some way, shape, or form. That's but a lot again, of damn I didn't th- I don't think so, dude. I didn't think they were. I think, I think they're, they're just, just his homies. Yeah, I think they're just, like, henchmen. They're, yeah, they and take very care of the dirty lack, work. very lackadaisical training. I saw very little effort when they were panning through. Oh, some of those guys <laughs> were out of sync. Yes. They were doing it all looked, sorts. It looked very One lazy. guy was giving it 110%. <laughs> 
<laughs> one guy. He was going to town. But yeah, it was, and it, it's it's quite interesting when the camera pans across them. How many famous kung fu stars are actually among them? Hmm. Um, Yun Wah was there. Yun Bu was there. It's it's quite interesting. Um, Chris Tucker and Chris Chris Tucker was there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, that's a point because I think the the fighters that are fighting in the tournament they were dressed in yellow. Apart, yes. from, apart from Bruce Lee, right. who refused to wear right. the the uniform right. they gave him. Lee, so yeah, put your uniform all, on. And he's yeah. like, they were just all just stares henchmen. Okay, so that's fine. Okay. Um, so we move forward. We go to the crazy banquet. Um, the Hans. I liked a lot of choices in that Hans banquet. Hans' daughters come out those, and those throw earrings. Tiny, tiny earrings and daggers in apples. Awesome. What's the Loved point of it. that? To show off. show their skill, show their their deadly accuracy and skill. Loved that. Loved those ladies. I loved Hans' style. Lady, we later. I loved uh, his gloves, and I found we found out later why he wears them. But I was like, I'm liking all of his style choices. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Oh, Hans, dope. Yeah, he was he was great. Um, yeah, the O.J. Simpson gloves on. <laughs> he did, and uh, yeah, he was smooth. He yeah, was, he was pretty smooth. Yeah. And he walks in with his daughters, and he, like, the yeah. gong goes, and everyone freezes. Yeah. And he walks in. That was, motherfucker. That was kind yeah. of fresh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then the tournament starts. Uh, I don't remember. The, the first fight we get is Roper, I believe. Um, <laughs> against. Oh, dear. Um, some random dude. Oh, dear. Um, Roper. They, the camera work, they zoomed in on him a lot. Oh, 100%. Because, yeah, because his moves were not. I think it's to hide Saxon's moves. But I, out of all of that, of that entire scene with that fighting, my favorite person was the Chinese man with the Hitler sash. Oh, yes. that guy's dope. Loved yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The, best, the guy stole, backed in with him. Yeah, stole yes. the show, in yeah, my opinion. Glasses he, yeah, <laughs> stole the show in that scene. He, he lost a lot of money. Yeah. Loved um, it. Yeah, Hitler, Hitler mustaches. Have actually been quite popular in kung fu cinema. Really? Um, okay. They, they've yeah, you can see quite a few films with them in. Yeah. Um, Instantly, got... first moment I saw him, I was like, love it. Yes, yeah, he love was this, thick love glasses. this gentleman. Yeah. I like what's happening. So Roba's fight was cool. I mean, he wins. Was it? Was it cool? <laughs> it's cool enough. I mean, I liked it a lot. Actually, yeah, it was. It was what it was. He's taking okay. hits to get the. Okay, guy yeah, up. I get. Yeah, to increase his. I get. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. And then he gives him the, the. Chinese guy pokes him on the back and he's like, "No, no, no, no. don't yep. t- talk to me." Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Roper's fight. I think, I think one of the problems the film has, and I think this is kind of a good thing and a bad thing, is the difference between Jim Kelly and John Saxon style, or Roper's and William style, and Bruce Lee. Bruce, Bruce Lee is a million times better than those two, right? Well, of course. I mean, so so after you've seen Bruce Lee fight, and then you watch the other two, it's kind of like... Well, obviously, yeah, Roper, I was just like, ugh. And then, Williams yeah. was kind of dope. After he Williams was good. Was fun. Yeah, he I did, thought he was good. He enough. did some cool stuff. Um, yeah, Williams was kind of cool. But then, can I talk, like, so, after Roper wins, and then there's that blonde hostess who, you know, who greeted them when they first arrived on the island, mm-hmm. and so, you know, uh, they're getting it on. Were they on a waterbed? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, oh, that's yeah. what I thought. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. And then all of a sudden, boobies were everywhere. They sure were. <laughs> they showed some, a lot of titties. Yeah. Um, and then her name is Anna up. Capri, and she's actually, I mean, I may be corrected on this, but she uh, filmed a lot of behind-the-scenes footage on the set of Enter the Dragon, and only certain chunks of it have been made available online, but mm. apparently she filmed like the whole thing behind the scenes. Oh wow! But I think a lot of the footage hasn't been released. I would love to see that. I'd yeah. love to see behind the scenes footage of Enter the Dragon. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's cool when uh, all the prostitutes. Yeah, that's my sure. assumption. Yeah, right. My Walk in and uh, Jim Kelly or Williams has his headphones on. And he takes them off and he's like, for me? And then he's like, I'll take you, you, you. That's too many. You're buying off more than you can do that. No way. No way. And then Roper, I mean, he's pretty smooth with it. She's like, make your choice. He's like, I already have. And she's like, good choice. So, and then all she does is massage his back by walking on him. Yeah. Well, I mean, they... You think they've... On the water... Well, yeah, yeah, buddy. Okay, they've done yeah. the business beforehand. Yeah. A little bit before, yeah. a little bit after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so... Uh, in the meantime, Bruce Lee is with a lady 
who is the one that's infiltrated. Yeah. And like they lost, a uh, British guy lost contact with her. Yes, yes. So, my, my, my Ling. Me Ling? Yes, Mei Ling. Mei Ling, Yeah. Uh, so he talks to her and then he ventures outside Oof. while Jim Kelly is practicing in his robe, which is dope. That um, looks good. <laughs> but yeah, I. Bruce Lee's spy game, not very good. I mean, Grant, him sneaking around up until the point where he br- he busts out the rope, I was perfectly fine with it. But that whole rope business, and then it wasn't very conspicuous, which is how he got caught. It was all, and I was just like, it's all out in the open. You're not, you know. He's dressed all in black. What do you want? What <laughs> you then want you know, he's him? moving potted plants. He's opening. I mean, granted, it's not like you can close it behind you. I get that. But I was just, it was very inconspicuous. And oh. then, yeah. And then, of course, yeah, he gets caught. And that guard sees a rope going down. He goes, hmm. I'm just gonna cut this rope. <clears throat> Not gonna call my buddies over or yeah, yeah. Take a second yeah. to think about this. Right. I just gotta cut this rope, man. Right. I think it's knocked the fuck out. Right. He doesn't get caught that time though. They just say someone was out on, on yeah on in the grounds of well, the yeah. island, and they don't know who because that's they blame Jim Kelly. Right. Yeah, I know. Why. And then of course, yeah, um, it's all because of Bruce Lee. That poor. Wouldn't that poor dude Jim who Kelly got gets fucked up. socked in the face be like, "Yo, boss." Someone socked me in the face right here. We got to fix this spot. And it definitely wasn't a man with an ginormous afro. Yeah, I guess you know. Was it a black man with a ginormous afro or was it a 135-pound Asian man? Couldn't tell you. What's the difference, really? Yeah, so... Racist. Jim Kelly gets blamed, uh, delivers... Two of the best lines in yes, the entire film. Yes. One is bullshit, Mr. Handman, and the other one is, man, you can write out of a comic book. Yes, and instantly I was like, you are absolutely right. This man is 100% a comic book villain. Yes, absolutely. And then he gets beaten to death with Did a metal hand. Dr- and then Did he, he just drown? Yeah. So they just, they just, you know, he was all chained no. up and hanging oh, there. Oh, they killed him. And they dumped dead. him. Oh, you think he was already dead? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. why, so what was the point of dunking him into that little... I did wonder about that. I wondered thing. whether it was like acid to burn the body, but they don't imply that. Right. I I wondered like what the deal huh. with that was. Yeah. Because what was the point of that? There is no point to that. Right. Yeah. It looks like a hot tub. I guess it's just impactful. Let's say like, it's acid. Because yeah, then you're then, body yeah. And it's then not, you're there's no trace of him. Let's say it's acid. There's also I like spikes that idea. around it. So. Right. There's spikes so everywhere. <laughs> so if the acid doesn't kill you, you can't climb out of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. But Jim right. Kelly, he gets fucked up by yeah. by Han. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. great. Yeah, he gets that was shit. great. And then they go Hands into the heroin room 100%. and everyone's just laughing at him. Yes, it creeps me out. Which I'm pretty sure heroin does not make you do. Just laugh uncontrollably. I think so. I think yes. Yeah, those yeah. those ladies. That creepy. Yeah, I didn't like weird. that weird harem room. And, and it's and his like set hub right where he yeah. does like evil man things and then there's this like paper mache wall where they fall into and there's people laughing and doing heroin it's like it looked like some sort of like weird like you know party room that people come and you entertain and you have your drugs and you have a good time but yeah it was just them by themselves so I was like is this where like they hang out when they're not like servicing men maybe Han just goes back there and chills I think I didn't like that it was very creepy um, Didn't care for it. So yeah, Williams Williams gets killed, gets beaten to death by a metal hand. With the big reveal, the big reveal is he pulls off the glove and ta-da, he has a metal yeah. hand. Yeah. Um, which if you watch, if you keep an eye on his film during the, uh, oh sorry, yeah, if you keep an eye on oh. his hand in the early oh, moments, it's yeah. moving. That exactly. thing is yeah. going to <laughs> That's work. Why, yeah, I was very confused. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I I figured something was up when he came in and he's wearing gloves, but I did not expect one metal hand. But it was just moving mm-hmm. very, very flexible. Again, it is the seventies. <laughs> yes. you know we're not we're not trying to tear this film apart. Right. We're kind of just playfully, you know, pointing things out. But yeah, I wasn't um, expecting that. So let's let's talk about something which I think is kind of the greatest thing in the film, and that is Bruce Lee's fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Bruce Lee's fighting style. You're seeing it for the first time. Yeah. So what did you think? It was great. Very fast. Very, I mean, yeah, it was just, it was, there was all kinds of showmanship in those, in those fights. It was very theatrical and between the sounds and his facial expressions, he was, you know, everything was working. Face, body, hands. I, yeah, there was, he was putting on a a damn show and I loved it. And yeah, very fast. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I haven't watched a Bruce Lee film in a while, and I wondered whether it would hold up. And I wondered whether I would actually now giggle at his screams and his crazy facial expressions. And it still looks amazing. It still looks fantastic. His style... The dude had... I this isn't really a turn, but he has such fighting charisma. It's oozing out of him. The yeah. moves... Yeah. When he jumps on that guy and snaps his neck yeah. back... Whatever he snaps, and he's screaming, and he's all that fantastic. I still, I will admit, I'm not the biggest Bruce Lee fan. Um, I do not think he's the greatest martial arts star of all time. But having revisited Enter the Dragon, I understand why people think he is. Hmm. Um, His, like you said, his speed is crazy. With O'Hara, when they put their hands together, and he just, I think. I think they actually had to slow down the camera in order to watch his speed. Uh, I might be getting confused because I think they had to slow down the camera for Jet Li as well in films, but I think they had to do that um, with with Bruce Lee. Um, again, the flip kick that he does mm-hmm. is backflip, flash kick. It's not Bruce Lee. Mm. Uh, Bruce Lee did not do that. That was Yunwa. That was actually that. Guile from Street Fighter. <laughs> yes. And he, there's actually a deleted scene where afterwards he does a sonic boom. Oh, snap. Can I... Yeah. I uh, sorry. Uh, sorry to interrupt. But can we go back for a second and... Um, uh, after Bruce Lee, like, unsuccessfully tries to do his spy game and Han is like, you know, who, you know, who's going around yes. and... Uh, you know who's going around on my island and being nosy, and so he's like, since you don't, I don't know who it is. You know, my guards obviously yes. fucked up, and so then big boy Bolo. pops up. Yes, yeah. big, big boy Papa Bolo. Yes. <laughs> big boy Bolo pops up, and so he and he like decimates yeah. those uh, uh, those random soldiers or uh, Hench- guards, henchmen. But the last guy, he like had him in his arms, like folds cradling him, him like a chair, and baby. Then, yeah, folds him. Like a folding chair, yeah, crazy. Breaks his back. And bre- yeah, okay. But it was yeah that when that big boy because I you know I'd seen him previously in other scenes but I didn't realize how hefty he was yes. until that moment. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah, um, just the folds boobies that guy, on him. Right. He has folds that guy spectacular like a boobies. Chair. And then that one like green tooth was very distracting. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. Oh, he has a green Bola? tooth. Yeah. Oh, I did not notice. But, yeah. So those are the two things I took away from him. Anyone, very big boy. If very green too. Interested? There is a Bolo Young documentary coming out. I think within the next few months. Um, mm. That's all about Bolo. Um, he was the bad guy in Bloodsport against Jean Claude Van Damme. Yep. So he went on to do a okay. lot. Uh, but there's a documentary due out. I I I will be getting it. Uh, but Bolo, I I love Bolo. He's not the um. He's not the flashiest fighter. No. But he does just crunch Bruce people strength. and yeah. break people's necks right. and I like that. his facial yeah. expressions are yeah, off they the were charts good too. Yes. Yeah. yes doing lots of face work <laughs> yes <laughs> and talking about face work there are some haircuts in this film that were extraordinary <laughs> yeah it was the 70s oh <laughs> of course yeah. so everyone's hair very, is wild yes. very yeah. 70s oh there was some incredible hair pieces going on not even hair pieces <laughs> hair styles going on um, yeah Bolo I, I actually really like this henchman and I love in one scene Han is so lazy to get the fight started. He could just go, start. Yeah. But instead, he goes, Bolo, and Bolo goes, yeah! <laughs> just, he couldn't say yeah? Yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, the, the, Bolo crushes all the henchmen. Right. Bruce Lee doesn't get found. Right. Um, and then that, he makes his... That. that one then after that was is after William's dying, but then once he's gone... But then, so here's what I didn't understand. So after that... Um, Afro Williams is dead. And so Hans goes to Roper and just basically lets Roper in on like his tire like yes. game plan. And I was like, why are you trusting him? Why are you bringing Roper into your like master grand grand well, plan? Well, I wonder if he knows about Roper's past and that he owes money and that he's like maybe if you come on board with us You'll, You'll have get the lots money, of money and, and you can yeah, pay off your debt. I, I mean, that's me kind of injecting subtext into the film, but mm. I assumed that's what was the case. Mm. Yeah. But what's the weird thing is that after Roper says no and then sees Williams die, right. Roper doesn't just go, now nah, oh, oh no, he gets. Oh, he is forced to fight Bolo <clears throat> after that, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was saying, why doesn't he just say no and leave the island? But, but he, then, he yeah, but then, like. Bruce Lee, once again, with his spy game and his trusty rope, 
going back down into into the the uh, where the, the warehouse. But when he moves those potted plants, snake there. A goddamn. And then so yeah, his trusty <laughs> uses his trusty bag. A cobra, I believe. Been, yes. yes, and uses his trusty bag once the rope is out. Handles that snake and like hangs on to it and like uses it later. And I'm like, so is he? A, he's like a snake charmer now. There you and go. like tossing it at people. And then what I thought was the craziest thing. So he's in. The, he puts that snake into that control room with that two guys. They decide to jump through the glass window. As you would. But and but what happens is there's a shot of Bruce Lee just sitting on the steps, just looking bored as fuck. That's a great scene. Just, and I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that's a great and looking moment. bored as fuck. Yep. Just like you know. Just another day at the office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. With this cobra. And so he walks into the control room. Cobra's still milling about while he's doing his little Morse coat. And then just steps on it. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening right Before now? Before he steps on it, he slaps the shit out of that cobra. Right. Well, that's smacks right. In the back. Right. When it was in the back, he smacks it. Yeah. I was like, when did he become some sort of snake charmer? Yeah. You can't do that in films these days. Yeah. You can't have someone slapping the, slapping the cobra. <laughs> he didn't hit it that hard. Well, he smacked it on the head, though. No, he didn't. On its back. He just gave it a little, what's up? <laughs> that looked like It no. wasn't it as bad like as I remembered. You still you can't smack a snake. It looked like he He, he just gave it a little, <laughs> a little tap. You think you'd get away with that in 2019 <laughs> with Peter on your back? Is it Petter or Peter? Peter. 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 There you go. Okay. It's Petter. <laughs> Petter. Um, so, yes. So Next. then that brought up my question. I was like, was that his whole point of getting on the island, just to get to that radio? Well, he did. And then so he sets off an alarm. Yeah, I get that he infiltrated it, but that was that brought me back to what I said in earlier. Was he suppo- What was his purpose? Was his purpose simply to get on the island, see what's going on, and then radio yes. for breakaway? Yes, that's Basically. exactly right. Because yes. I was like, you know, you couldn't like, you know, you got your little spy bag with your rope. You couldn't throw like a camera in there. You could take some evidence. You could take some pictures. It was 1973. What? The cameras were the size of widescreen TVs. <laughs> well, they're talking there on the phone, phone golf on a carts. golf cart, right? That's oh, there a good was point. a phone on a golf That's cart. A good point. So yeah, he probably has an iPad in there somewhere. So yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> coming around a GoPro just in case. So yeah, yeah so he does the radio. IG. The Morse code instantly sets off the alarm, and all those awesome fights where he's just now. Let's talk about the Showboating. fights. Let's talk about the fights. Like crazy. In the catacombs or whatever, whatever that is, the warehouse, right. whatever. I'll right. allow it. Catacombs. Is that sequence not one of the best fight sequences of all time? That was very enjoyable. I liked it. I like how all the bad guys come in four to five people groups. Yeah. Yeah. One after another. They yep. all get beaten up. Four or five. Beaten up. Four or five. I also like that they conveniently drop their weapons, which Bruce Lee then picks up. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. But I stand by that. It's, I mean, like I said, I've seen this film, I saw this film last years ago. Watching it again, it is phenomenal. Bruce Lee looks so good. Yeah, he fights I with flair. I love I, it. I love that he conveniently gets his top torn off. Yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah. But he is... That scene where he's um, got the elevator doors behind him mm-hmm. and they come out and he just beats the fuck out of them. Gorgeous. Yep. Yeah. An amazing fight scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bruce Lee, of course, choreographed his own <clears throat> fight scenes. So right. it's all him. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing, amazing. And even when he starts picking up the weapons and his staff work, uh, when he's got those two staffs and he beats nunchucks. the shit out like a well. Oh, of course. When those nunchucks came out. <laughs> nunchucks is, well... I would say probably Bruce Lee's most iconic moment, probably. Yeah. The nunchuck scene. Yeah. The uh, the end of the dragon nunchuck scene, probably yeah. his his most iconic moment. Yeah. Um. And I I find that interesting because in the UK when the film came out, the nunchuck scenes were all cut because you Such weren't allowed nunchucks in the UK. Such a shame. So they cut that scene. So it wasn't until years later that I actually saw the nunchuck scene. Um, and it's a thing of beauty. Uh, it's great. And of course, he kills Jackie Chan. Um, mm-hmm. He does that, breaks Jackie Chan's neck. Um, which I believe, as far as I know, that's the only time Jackie Chan has appeared on screen with Bruce Lee. Um, oh no, that's not true. He was actually a stunt double in Fist of Fury. Um, he gets he leaps through a window when, when Bruce Lee kicks him. Uh, but yeah, Jackie Chan's in it, gets his na- uh, neck snapped. Uh, but that whole, that whole fight sequence, I still think it holds up incredibly well. Uh, he looks amazing in it. Um, but then he still gets caught. He does. He goes into a chamber where he just puts the nunchucks around his neck. And, has and a he sits sit down there. and he's extra sweaty. Yeah. 
Oh, he super is, sweaty. Yeah. He is incredibly he, sweaty. Yeah. But then he's just beating the shit out of a bunch of guys, and there's no air conditioning in that in that warehouse. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Um, but then, so like, it's him and it's Roper. Roper and then they have is, to fight. Well, Roper is told to. Oh yeah, to, right. Lee. And he's like, he's my dude. He's my buddy. Exactly. We've become BFs. Which when? And the, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So then it's like, and then it becomes Roper versus. Versus Big Boy Bolo. Yep. Which he wins somehow. I don't <laughs> right. know how that. God's green earth that happens. Well, he wins by destroying his signature. His yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's when I was like, okay, this is obviously his signature move: a nut punch. Now, a devastating nut punch. Interesting. Again, in the old version of Enter the Dragon, in that scene, he kicks him in the balls, and then the camera flashes to Han, who's watching the fight. And while you see Han's face, you hear another whoosh sound effect and it implies that Roper has done something else to Bolo in this version they remove that sound effect so he literally dies by being kicked in the balls Just which I think is possible destroyed his balls I, I, I imagine punch it part inch. yeah I, I mean you know, you gentlemen are the ones that have them I don't so is it possible if you I get reckon, hit hard enough that you die I reckon I, I hope I don't find out yeah it, yeah <laughs> but I think so I've been like flicked in the balls and I almost died so you know, I think I think definitely you're, you're able to die from that. Okay. Um, yeah, he bites Bolo's leg, which is a shitty move, but I guess if you're in an armbar from fucking Bolo, then, you're going to bite his and leg. And then, so yeah, okay, so I'm sorry. So then this also brought up a question. So like in this tournament, there are like no rules, right? Because even earlier, um, uh, some Roper rules. does Roper does a nut punch in his first fight. So I was, But then, yeah, there, it seemed like there are some rules. Because like, O'Hara um, breaks the glass. And starts oh, fighting. Oh, we completely with skipped. Right. Oh, I said I mentioned the backflip kick. Oh, but we basically skipped O'Hara. But yes, yes and he's yeah. like, "You're bring dishonor to us." Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, but okay. So nut punches are okay, but other stuff not. No cool. foreign objects. Right. I okay. don't think like okay. wrestling, okay. like in a normal wrestling match. So no weapons. Okay. Yes. Um. So and then it all kicks off because my Ying may Lin, may yeah she sets free she the prisoners. The, who are those guys? Who are they? <laughs> I had to think about this, okay? Who are those guys? So you know the random drunk man that he has in his tanks? <laughs> yes. In his prison cells? I don't understand why he has them there. Yes. I think those are the guys that were freed. There were no, a lot are. of them, oh, Yeah, They are, but I'm asking, who why are they? were they were there they? in yeah. the first place? My man, Good I do not know. Because there were the ladies who were, who were like, all who he was, like, drugging they and were being held. Up. Right, the ones who were being, being sold off. But, yeah, who were all those guys? The people in the cells <clears throat> looked like very old men. Yes. And then mm-hmm. she let some of them go, and there's 200 able-bodied right. men right. who know karate <laughs> or <laughs> right. kung fu. Yeah. But then the most important thing, accessory change for hands straps on that bear like that bear claw thing it's coconut it's half coconut <laughs> right. that was why was there fur on it why did there need to be fur on it bear hand baby <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly why did there need to be yeah. that this, that very cheap looking this is my fur? coconut hand yes it's half coconut hand <laughs> okay yeah okay um what was cool is when he's going through his limited artifacts yes there's that Brought, the hand. Yeah, that, the, yeah. So and I remember go- yeah so like when he initially brought Roper there and I was like what you know, so I was like okay case of hands so they just like souvenirs as this was after we discovered that he has a, a weird metal hand but then i was like good callback now he can go back to his accessory case and switch it up for mm-hmm. whatever the occasion calls for which he does right um yeah he has a, he has a few scraps with the old coconut hand and he <laughs> takes out a few people and his hands in there <clears throat> and his old bone his hand. bone yes, hand he goes are. what's this he goes uh, a souvenir a souvenir yeah mm. yeah so that's interesting uh, Bruce Lee fucks up some people in that last fight. Yeah. Where he's in the crowd, he's beating the shit out of people. It, it's beautiful. Yeah. He takes a beautiful punch there. Yes. I rewound it a few times. It, it was glorious. Yeah. Yes, it His whole it. head was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Damn, that was a good punch. It's not the only punch he takes in the entire film. He takes at least one more, but it, that's the, that one did they, work on him. Were they actual punches? Hmm? Or did he. I don't know. Never mind. No, he gets hit by a henchman. Okay. And he clocks him. Okay. Clocks Bruce Lee. Okay. His yeah. gorgeous 70s hair is flying yeah. all over yeah. the place. Yeah, it was beautiful. I, I remember seeing that too. Uh, and then, of course, he goes after Han. Um, Han loses his coconut hand. Mm-hmm. And he Switches they, it up. Knife hand. Yeah. They go off to, yeah, knife hand. And then, like, a weird Hall of Mirrors type funhouse. Well, before that, funhouse we, maze. we do have a beautiful knife hand fight. Oh, yeah. Um, which I think is great. Bruce Lee does a leg scissor takedown. 
Yeah. Which is incredible. It yeah, looks that was great. so good. Um, and then, of course, he takes his own blood. Now, my question. <laughs> is he cut Didn't across care his stomach? Didn't care for that. But he's too afraid to look down. So he tastes it, because he doesn't look down, to go, am I bleeding? Oh, I am bleeding. Or does he just taste it to be fucking cool? I thought he did. He tastes cool. to be fucking cool. Be right. fucking okay. cool. And okay. never take your eyes off your opponent. That's know what right. I'm saying? When you bow. Yeah, okay. All right, fine. There's a callback. Okay, so he gets he gets scratched up a little bit. Um, now, there's that kick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is obviously a dummy. It's it's obviously... I paused the screen. That dummy looks like shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was beautiful. The speed it looks of like that a balloon yeah. with like a toupee on it. But he kicks it off screen just amazingly fast yeah again half of Bruce Lee not half but a, a, a big percentage of Bruce Lee's appeal is his speed it's so masterful it's he's easily the quickest person I've seen in a Kung Fu film to this day he's he blows me away still yeah. that kick is one of my favourite moments in the film because he takes Han would be dead yeah. Han would have no head that would yeah. kill an elephant <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah he, he would not be getting up from that um so yeah, then we have the uh, the famous flying kick. Oh, that's when he licks his, yes. his wound. Um, flying kick when he kicks him, which is beautiful as well. Yeah, and then of course, the Hall of Mirrors. First off, yeah. the big question yeah. is why does Han have a, a Hall of Mirrors? Yeah. But then I was wondering why he has a Hall of Mirrors built into his house, and then I noticed he has a bath in there. Is that what? just his bathroom? There's, There's a bath that? in there. Yeah. Didn't see that. There's a bathtub. Didn't see that. I wonder and then how is he vanishing? I'm not, I understand there are false doors, but it looks like he's like standing there and then literally he's like standing in front of Bruce Lee and poofed. I think you're right. Again, I think that's a gimmick. Yeah. It's just yeah. We're, we're but suspension it, of disbelief right. that we're allowed to do that because, right. you know, it's a it's a, it's a of mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will admit, I do not love the ending of this film. The no. Hall of Mirrors, I don't love because I kind of wanted a big final yeah. fight. Um, but or I didn't used to like it. Watching it this time, I liked it more than I used to. What I thought was hilarious in that moment is when Bruce Lee is there and, you know, hands is popping in and out. And then Bruce Lee is like the, you know, the words from his, like, mentor or sensei or whatever. But the, or, you know, pops in his head. But the way he reacts, he's looking around the room like it's being played over. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, over a right. speaker. And I had to... <laughs> Laugh. He got so startled and he's looking around. He's like, Who said that? <laughs> right. Who's giving me this when helpful this advice? This is supposed to be a voice in his head. So the way he reacts, I'm like, is he is he hidden in the room? Is he playing it over a speaker? To well, and another interesting thing is that originally in the old version I watched, because the Shaolin monk wasn't in it, <laughs> that scene never took place. Huh. There was never a moment where the the Shaolin monk says, you know, to defeat your enemy, you have to defeat his image. And so in the version that I used to own, Bruce Lee just goes, I'm just going to smash some mirrors. He never has that, you know, uh, idea put that to him. He just, he just hits the shit out of a bunch of mirrors. But his reaction, um, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, and then, of course, he goes at Han and then kicks him uh, onto the spear that he put through the That was anticlimactic. Yes. He yeah. kicks him yes. real fast. He's dead. Yeah, that's the end of the I movie. Was, I felt very unsatisfied with that kill. I think that that last sequence, while <clears throat> I liked it more than I used to, I yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it gives me what I want. Yeah. I wanted to see Bruce yeah, yeah. fight more and yeah. not just smash mirrors. Or like I don't know, smash his head off with like an axe or something. Well, that would <laughs> that would be unusual, but sure, why not? Or like uh, some parting words. Like, yes. you son of a bitch. Well, this was before, like, the 80s era of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, like, with signature. Well, then again, I suppose, like, like blaxploitation films were around, and they talk shit when they did stuff. Mm. Um, and even Jim Kelly had some classic lines. But, oh. yeah, I guess Bruce Lee never saw himself that way. He was never, like, the cheesy one-liner guy. You know, yeah. that whole fight, they didn't say anything to each other, did Nothing. they? No. Nothing. No. Not a word. Huh. I, actually, that's not true. You have offended my family, and you have offended a Shaolin temple. That's what Bruce Ooh, Lee says. That's about. a bad. You don't want to yeah. hear that. No, you do not want to offend a Shaolin temple. Not, not, not now. Not ever. Um, yeah. So the last fight. Well, the last fight is good up until the Hall of Mirrors. A bad kill. Where in my eyes, it's okay, but the it, final kill, it was a yeah, bad kill. maybe not as good as it should be. Um, then of course it ends with Bruce Lee walking out. 
giving the thumbs up, and then we have a pan out of the coconut hand that's just <laughs> stuck in the stuck in a bench or mm-hmm. something, and then the film ends. Yeah. Um. So that is it. That's it for Enter the Dragon. Um. I still say top quality film, enjoyable in two ways for me. Enjoyable in a kung fu cinema way. In the the martial arts, great. I thoroughly enjoyed the fights. I thoroughly enjoyed the characters, and it it fulfilled my want of of it being a good kung fu film. And the other <clears> way <throat> is it is a bit silly, and it is a bit seventies, and it is a bit goofy in places. And there are some classic lines and classic moments. And I think it does both. I think it works well as an enjoyable, cheesy 70s film, but I still think the fights, especially Bruce Lee, hold up. I still think Bruce Lee holds up. And you said to me yesterday, Devin, that this film had you reconsidering the whole Kung Fu cinema genre, right? Yes, that is very correct. I was expecting not to like it, just, you know, it being a 70s film and just, you know, the clunky sound effects and the dubbing and just thinking it would be far too cheesy. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I was actually very surprised. I liked it a lot. I thought, you know, Bruce Lee, 100%, a great showman. Definitely, you know, putting on... (laughs) Definitely, (laughs) definitely, you know, just 100%, like, putting on a show. Just everything, everything Mm -hmm. about his performance. He's 100% committing giving you giving you everything and i i loved it granted you know with my i have pages of notes a lot of questions but i still at the end i still i still really liked it and i would be i would consider watching more 70s films okay would you watch another bruce lee film sure just to see what else yeah to to see what else he's got what are they any different or is it just oh yes they is, is his performance any different or they the films themselves are I would go as far as to say massively different okay. from Enter the Dragon. But it's like what he what he gives you what he puts out there. No, uh, he's, he acts he's the, same the same in every single film. Okay. I think he's found a stride in Enter the Dragon. Mm-hmm. His earlier films, he's kind of feeling out like his his charisma. Mm-hmm. Um, so like his first film, The Big Boss, he still got it, but it's not as kind of brazen as Enter the Dragon. Okay. But you have to remember his earlier films, he is dubbed. Okay. Like, not by Bruce Lee, by okay. someone else entirely. But he still does the sound effects. Yeah, as much as I love... I mean, he definitely comes off as a little arrogant, but still very, very enjoyable. Very charming. Great. So, so yeah, Cyrus, two thumbs up. Have you seen other Bruce Lee films? Yes. I've seen Big Boss, at least some of it. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ice pick. It is. Okay. Yeah. I've seen uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Game of Death. Yep. And uh, Nunchuck Man fight. Okay, remember that? That fight was so sick. Yeah, it's very good. He has a uh, Nunchaku versus Nunchaku fight in Game of Death. Is that the one where he's in that yellow outfit? Yes. Okay, I've seen like little With the yellow nunchucks. Right. Okay. And I've seen um, Chuck Norris one. Way of the Dragon. Right. Well, that's interesting because you haven't seen Fist of Fury. And in my opinion, Fist of Fury is the second best. What what happens in that one? That's the one with the famous dojo fight. I've seen... That dojo fight. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I might have seen that movie. Too. All right, yeah. So you might have seen all his films. That's just with the rival schools. Yes. Okay, I've seen that one too, I think. So, to wrap up, obviously, Enter the Dragon was a thumbs up from everyone, pretty much. Yep. Uh, going forward, we are not going to watch another Bruce Lee film. Maybe in the in the kind of uh, uh, future. Um, but going forward, initially, we're not. We're going to move on to... Oh, hold on. Should we tell him? Should we keep I, it I a secret? Mean, I was thinking I would announce Go it. for it. So I think the next film, or maybe let's say it's a tentative idea. The next film flubber. is going to be a <laughs> yeah, flubber. Robin Williams' is flubber. Um, it's probably going to be Jackie Chan's, Young Pews, and Sammo Hung's Wheels on Meals. Um, again, an absolute classic. Uh, Wait, from... is it Wheels on Meals or Meals on Wheels? It is Wheels on Meals. Okay. The reason for that is because during that time, uh, during the time of its release, the previous films that had come out that began with the letter M had all bombed and done terrible at the Hong Kong box office. 
So instead of calling it Meals on Wheels, they switched it and called it Wheels on Meals. Oh dear. Yes. What? Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, so it was just superstition, basically. Uh, but yes, hopefully going forward, it will be Wheels on Meals, um, an absolute classic of the genre. But yeah, absolutely. So going forward, we're hopefully going to put these out. What do you want to do? Once every... Oh. Hey, I don't know. You're well, running the show, sir. We'll see how the first one goes. If it if people enjoy it, then we'll try and put it out uh, uh, kind of often so people uh, can listen. Uh, but thank you for listening. Check uh, foo underscore four underscore thought on uh, Instagram and then foo for thought all together on Tumblr. And thank you very much for listening. Have a good one. Bye.